on a total anecdotal basis, uh, my friend called me before and he was at the farmer's market in Los Angeles. And uh, this woman was buying a pomegranate. And pomegranate, pomegranate, and uh, it was seven dollars. Oh my god, I've never had a pomegranate, so I don't know what they're supposed to be. Can you turn on the air conditioning? And I said to him, Well, this is where I would lose on the price, is right because I would not be able to guess how much a pomegranate normally costs. Or I've never had a pomegranate, my wife eats it all the time. My wife eats it all the time, delicious, and um. The woman said, God, I got to leave this state. And she, as she bought the $7. That's very funny. It's very, very funny. She bought the $7 pomegranate. And I said, and, he, and my friend said, who's buying pomegranate for $7? And I said, it's Rosh Hashanah. So everybody uh, have a Chag Sameach, have a Happy New Year. But she bought. Well, I, did not know, I did not know that the pomegranate was a standard dish for, uh, for uh, Jewish holidays. It's, sweet, it's, it's, it's for a sweet New Year. And uh-huh. uh, and I said to my mother, how much was it normally? Like, and she said, like two years ago or three years ago, she said maybe three or four. And uh, well, seven I don't know. I, I will say, look, it's uh, you know, to get from the anecdotal to the data, uh, it is Somebody shocking. Dollars each. Sorry, go on. It is shocking, incredible, that the president of the United States, who has no training whatsoever in economics at all, the vice president, don't even know if she knows how to speak English. Uh, has no training in economics at all. The Secretary of the Treasury has some, not a lot. And uh, I'm not quite sure uh, what the other two members of the Council of Economic Advisors are doing. But I will tell you that when I was a lad and my father was chairman, you had to be a very effing serious student of economics to get on the council or even to be on the staff of the economics section under a very, very brilliant, hardworking woman named Frances James. And in those days, the president just picked the person who was the most capable, man or woman, black or white, and put him or her on the council or on the statistics staff. And it wasn't chosen on the basis of race. So uh, now that we're choosing things on the basis of race, we pay a price. You know, you're bringing up a great point because it's a point we brought up on the show, but take it even, uh, take it even further uh, when you look at we, we used to have jobs in this country where nobody sort of noticed those jobs because simply because um, simply because everything was running smoothly, right? You had certain jobs that just seemed to run smoothly. But as we've noticed with the transportation, as we've noticed with uh, jobs that are extremely important, they're, they're cabinet position jobs, Ben. These aren't like low, low. There's a reason that it, the, the Department of Transportation is a cabinet level job and you hand it out on equity and not on merit. And, I mean, not, not, not on equity. You mean, I, you're not, you mean on merit. Equity is something else. I know. I mean, anyway. you hand it out on, you're not handing it out on merit. You're handing it out on equity. No, I'm saying it's it, it, when they say I'm saying because he's gay, that's equity. That's his. Uh, with I Pete, did not know that yeah, with, with Pete Buttigieg. I mean, you, you're going to tell me that a, a, a mayor from a small town, a tiny, you know, or not small town, even if it's 250,000 people comparatively to America, it's a tiny thing, Ben. And no, uh, I did. I did not know that. I still don't think that's the correct use of the word equity. But I think there's the that's the uh, the, the scary, terrifying thing is that we have people at the Department of Defense, which is really important, who are uh, judged in the same way. And we are not looking that far away from war and uh, war, a world war and uh, 
it's kind of terrifying to me that we don't have uh, people who have some training at, at the helm of the Defense Department positions. And I will add at this moment, thank God for the munitions makers, for Boeing, Raytheon, lots of others who have the, the wherewithal to make superb, excellently done weapons, or, uh, which the uh, rest, which we need desperately to defend ourselves from other countries. And uh, it's, it's just, we're very, very lucky to have a, a super good armaments industry in this country, best in the world, I think. And uh, we're very, very lucky to have you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I understand that it wasn't part of the United States then, but there's those. What wasn't? I was about to say something. Uh, you know, th this idea of what we, you know, why you're such a big defense hawk is because we need to protect our country. And I understand that a certain state wasn't part, wasn't recognized as one of the 50 states at that point, but we, we have been attacked. We've been attacked twice at least. Uh, on, on American soil, obviously one being Pearl Harbor, which is what I'm referring to, and the other one being 9-11. Now, it, it is extremely important that we defend ourselves. It's extremely important that we have people defending our country that you are bet. there. You because, bet. Because they're, they're, it, it's so, it, people, this is what I've gotten from Ben, and it's so important that people really watch history and read history and realize the how close we've come how close we've come to 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 being in really bad shape especially during really really bad shape well really really bad shape the, the british thank god british had the dominant navy in the world thank god i mean it was now today today's british navy is a joke but it but the british navy in 1939 was still the dominant navy in the world and of course when the right when the Nazis invaded Russia, that was a really catastrophic mistake. Russia had by far, by far the biggest army in the world and by far the biggest air force in the world, although the Germans made short work of that. But anyway, uh, it's, there's just no percentage in not defending America. We are, when I was a lad in the, in the 50s, we spent roughly 10% of the GDP on defense. It didn't hurt us one bit. Now we're spending something like 3%, maybe 3.2% on defense. That's insane. What, what is the point of that? What is the point of denuding us of defense when we are facing a ruthless, vile adversary in the former Soviet, which is a, a, and it might a great not just power? Be and what? And it might not just be then, Ben. I mean, I know. No, the Chinese are a very serious adversary. And the North Koreans are a very serious adversary. The North Koreans, I mean, they are really motherfuckers. They, 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 are so, they have such a good arms industry that the Russians are buying arms from the North Koreans. And I say, North Korea, which is a, a very small country. This is the one, the one thing I could think of that Mitt Romney was actually correct about, where he took so much crap. Uh, and he didn't know how to defend himself when he brought it up, when he said, we need to build ships. And, and, and for people, just so you understand historical reference, in what was it, 1947 was the Battle of Midway? No, uh, 1942. 
1942. I thought it was 47, but 1942. Well, we the almost war was almost, long over by 47. Sorry, it was a 42. So where we had almost long, I mean, had that gone in another way, that was almost all our fleet. That it, it, it was an incredibly serious battle. The U.S. had broken the Japanese code, which was the work of some very, very smart code breakers. And uh, they uh, discovered that the Japanese were going to attack something in the mid-Pacific. They didn't know what. So they sent out a message saying, Midway is having a problem with its water purification system. And then they got they intercepted a chap message saying, Target X is having problems. Good, thank you. It's having, it's having a problem with its water purification system. So they knew it was going to be Midway. They sent the U.S. fleet, which was very attenuated at that point, to uh, intercept the Japanese. And the U.S., by a great miracle of God's providence, spotted the Japanese fleet through the clouds, coming towards it, and unleashed its uh, uh, torpedo bombs, which flew over the waves and found the Japanese fleet and launched its torpedoes, every one of which was a dud. None of them exploded, not one, even though they were right on target and their uh, system for uh, going in the right direction was working. The, electron the electric system broke. No, it was, it was I think it was defective. They were defective, they right. They were all they defective. Were de they were defective. But then, by an incredible, unbelievable miracle, once again, of the sort that God has showered upon this great country, the dive bombers came. I think they're the Hellcats. I'm not sure, but I think they're called Hellcats. And they hit the Jap ships right in the best possible part. They hit them from crashing through the flight deck into the interior decks and then into the uh, ammo decks and uh, magazines. And just that was it. After that, the Japanese were no longer the dominant power in the Pacific. And they had a retreat. That could have gone. Well, they, they, they had to back up. Yeah. They still had a huge, huge yeah. Navy. They had a huge Navy up until late 1944. If that hadn't happened, if the, if the, if the bombers, the torpedo, if the dive, U.S. dive bombers had not had that incredible good fortune, what would we have done? Or had the Japs actually manipulated the uh, the, the whole system, right? They didn't. No, they didn't know that. They, no, no, I'm saying they, they weren't 100% sure. I mean, they still weren't 100% sure when they sent them out that they weren't going to attack Pearl Harbor, that they weren't going to come back and attack the West. They weren't. They, 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 midway, they, midway, midway. Right. No, I'm saying they, they, they were they, they were praying that it was Midway. Yeah, They weren't 100% sure that the Japanese weren't going to go and, and, and attack the West. Yes, they had intel. But in those days, they, they couldn't was, have in those days. It, ships wouldn't go that far without being reloaded. But they, but you were right, right? They probably could have bombed San Diego. They yeah. probably could have bombed Seattle or San Francisco or L.A. But they didn't, thank God. And but we we really did a terrible job in our ordinance for the Navy and U.S. ordinance all through World War II was greatly inferior, not to all of it, but to Japanese and German ordinance. But we got every kind of lucky break that could have been had. And we had very, very good fighting men. And, uh... You're raising a great point there. You see, that's the great point you're bringing up that, that's so lacking, is you had people like General Nimitz, Admiral Nimitz, and you had all these different amazing generals and admirals 
who really were the government. I mean, were, they were making this, the decisions on the ground for themselves, pretty much. They weren't going to Washington. They didn't have massive intelligence. It was military intelligence. And you had some really sharp, uh, brave. Yes, they did. Sharp, brave, and very, very devoted and not the uh worrying about whether they had the right number of transgender people in their ships or in their airplanes. They, were, they wanted to win. That was their, their job was to win the war. And that was it. The job was not to please some constituency of cranks back home. No, extremely well said. And uh, it's, it's, it's extremely important that we realize this. This isn't that long ago, historically. It's really not that long ago. We know that China has been loading up, going into the Pacific, playing crazy games. We know Cuba sending troops to Russia. We know China. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. back up. I didn't know that. Where did yeah, you they see that? They sent supposedly 14,000 troops to Russia. We know China's building up bases in Cuba. We, we, we know all these things that are going on. This is, I mean, if we're, I would assume uh, nobody's lying about this, uh, that, that, that sort of intelligence. This is Cuba's right next door to us, people. It's right next door to us. So, so when Ben, I used to, uh, um, Ben's not for invading. He's for defending and defending our sovereignty. And there's a very big difference. And 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 I think people, we've lost that thing that Ben is talking about because people is, associate Ben arming ourselves and defending ourselves with getting into places that we don't belong, like we did for a long time. And I think it's extremely important to talk about that, that we just, that we make it clear that we're talking about arming ourselves against conflict. Yeah, well, we are, we are uh, the Vietnam situation is a very, very difficult and complex situation because after all, the, the, uh, it did look as if the communists we're going to take over South Vietnam. And once they took over one of these countries in the middle, in the uh, Far East, they did some horrible, horrible things to the people there. They were not nice people. They weren't uh, putting on uh, floor shows for a visitor center nightclub. They were terrible, 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 terrible people, killed a lot, really, 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 really a lot of people when they took over North Vietnam, especially Catholics. They killed a lot of Catholics. They were very anti Catholic. And, uh, then uh, they once they took over South Vietnam, they killed quite a number of people. But you're too young to remember this. Wifey is watching it. I hope when they took over uh, a large part of South Vietnam during the so-called Tet Offensive, they were killing civilians by the tens of thousands. I was familiar so with they, that offensive. So they, they, so well, good. It's good that you are. There's that's not. Uh, these are these are not uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts we are dealing with. We are dealing with very tough, mean, difficult people. And, and I think it's really, really important to note that it wasn't uh, it wasn't idiotic of the U.S. to fight back. No, I think the only idiotic one of my, and I've brought this up before, I, I think one of the most idiotic things uh, about the people we've had, and I'm not, I, 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 and I'm, I, I take three presidents out of this equation, and it's Reagan, Nixon, and Trump, that truly have an understanding that you might that wars might end but people don't change that quickly and it, 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 you, you when your centuries a certain way there's not a flip that switches one night that says you're peaceful uh the russians have been well there there is if you if you bomb all 
the hell out of Germany and Japan and drop it out of Mali. Or, or Russia. Or, 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 well, no, no, no. Russia didn't. No, Russia. Hitler invaded Russia. No, I'm saying centuries of people that have been fight. I'm saying just people with Stalin. I'm talking about of 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 that that fighting has been ingrained in their. Yes, yeah, well, especially if they're especially if they're being run by Stalin, if they they're told that if they don't attack, they get shot back, and they do. Yeah, and so I never. No, well said. And I, I always, pre- I always love talking history with you. It's uh, uh, that's what I study is history. It's, and My no, it's, wifey it's, and I study history. Wifey is a saint in that regard, and in every other. No, it's extremely important. It's 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 extremely important. You know, it made me it it, it was sort of heartbreaking the other day. Uh, first of all, I'll get into that in a sec. It was sort of heartbreaking the other day because I've been saying this for years. That 9-11 should be treated in our country like Yom Kippur and uh, like a fast day and a day of remembrance where we where we we as Americans take take uh, time, real time, not a moment of silence, but many moments of silence to realize what happened that day. And every year I feel like that it passes. We we we, we do less moments. The moments mm-hmm. the, the moments become just far less. And I remember you and I were both in New York that day. And, I, you know, obviously I know people that were lost that day. And uh, it, it's a little heartbreaking how how we forgot, we how, how, how quickly we forgot. And uh, so much of political crap is infused in that. And political stuff should never uh, be infused in what happened. Uh, 20 uh, exactly right. And of course, we were we, we had plenty of warnings. Plenty of warning that the Arabs were up to something, and we just ignored it and uh, let them come. I, I was in New York, as you said, the day before. I was there. I was in New York, and I was taking a lowly taxi from, uh, I think, from the Carlisle Hotel to the Essex House Hotel, and I heard on the radio, the news radio, the taxi, the U.S. intelligence is reporting that enormous terrorism attack. Expected the next day. That was on the tenth of tenth. That was on the radio. So something, yeah. something new was going on. And uh, well, you never it, hear it, that. It, it's amazing what what we've uh, again going back to to stuff that we, that is not spoken about or talked about. You're you're right about the the failure of intelligence that day. Nobody really wants to do a deep dive or ever look into that. Shockingly. But uh, no, it's a, it's a very it, it just it was something that was on my mind on September 11th. Well, and now we have an enormous enormous intelligence uh, uh, entity in Washington D.C. Wifey is I hope again is watching this, and I used to drive out from uh, D.C. after Dallas Airport. Beautiful, beautiful farming countryside. Now it's all gigantic office buildings with a military intelligence operation. And are they figuring anything out? Did they figure out, for example, that Russia was going to invade full force into uh, Ukraine? And did they go to the trouble of arming Ukraine beforehand? Uh, no, because I mean, I, no, I, I, Ben, I think they probably knew. And like I said to you, you're the only one that actually said the ukrainians would fight back and i think it just like obama with crimea they assumed it would be over in seven to ten days and out of the news in 14 and i think that was their that was their thinking 
But again, well, the people people don't realize the Ukrainian. A lot of Americans, uh, especially us American Jews, hate Ukraine because Ukraine was wildly anti-Semitic entity. But uh, there uh, is a hell of a lot better that they be an independent, wildly anti-Semitic entity than a slave of Russia and wildly anti-Semitic entity. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, just terrifying to think that we have all this stuff going on outside Washington, Maryland, and Virginia. The Virginia countryside is completely destroyed by the, uh, or despoiled, I guess I should say, by the uh, intelligence community. Are, are we learning anything? I ben, hope so. God, ben, I hope ben, so. What intelligence community? The only intelligence that they're going after is people on the right. That's that's where so much of the intelligence community, the FBI, the CIA, have used so much of their resources to to go after the January six people. Remember, it, there, there there's not a there, there's not a infinite number of uh, FBI special agents. I want to say there's nineteen thousand FBI special agents. I think they're now more than that. They're now more than that. Let's let's say it's twenty one thousand. Uh, how many of them have been going after? I mean, they, as we discussed on the show, they missed so many things that they had active intel on. Where from San Bernardino to to the Boston wait a minute, what happened in San Bernardino? That shooting that happened a couple of years back in San Bernardino, and they had the, the they had active intel with Russia from Russia on the Boston bombers. They had active intel on the Pulse night, uh, on the Pulse shooter. They had active intel on Sandy Hook. They had active intel on so many things. And it's it, it, it's funny, it's it, it's when, I, I love when they decide that they can't act on intel for some, you know, I, I think most Americans would be okay with not, with, with uh, not a no-knock warrant for people that might blow up things. I, I think people would be uh, pretty okay if the FBI was doing that, except against uh, Trump supporters and bringing 18 people to Roger Stone's house or 24 FBI agents. In the middle of the night, in the middle of the night. Right, in the middle of the night or 24 FBI agents to Mar-a-Lago. I, 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 that's it, incredible that that's happening. Yeah, but there you are. That, that that's, that's sort of the bigger, that's sort of the, when you look at what's going on, this is what's going on. We have an extremely damaged and broken system. And as as compared to we're talking about like people like Nimitz or those, those other people, these were men among children, Ben. Those were those more than men. These were yeah, no, right, right. Spruance, MacArthur, all these other great and, people. And then MacArthur the, made some very big mistakes. But taking it to the next step from your father's <clears throat> generation and your father and his contemporaries at that time. You know, with him and Milton Friedman, and whether you agree or oh, well, my God, to compare Milton Friedman with the morons that they have at the White House and the, that, and the government now—that's that's insane. That's that's so that, you up with this? and and that, and that's the point. That's the point, Ben. That's 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 sadly and scarily <laughs> where we, where where we are at, and uh, or, or just where we are, or where we are, and I. If you just tuned in, you are listening to the world. They never introduced to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, of course, welcome Rumblers, Ranthers, Truthers. He is an icon. He's on Iconoclast. Head's a little off tonight. My father's in the hospital. So That's very sad. Clapping to get the attention of the gods. Yeah. Praying for my dad tonight, who's in the hospital. And uh, you and also you wrote a, a really amazing, heartbreaking um, 
piece oh, rendering. at the at the at the, at the spectator spectator.org american spectator for tommy so that was on my mind also after i read that and um it's been a rough few months it's been a really rough few months it's been a rough few months of your son uh died i expected him to live another 40 years at least yeah it's been a very very rough time and uh i just had a long heart rendering talk with his widow and uh she's uh she has three dogs he loved dogs loved dogs and uh, she's having a very hard time getting a place to live to rent uh, with three dogs, and uh, I don't blame the landlords a bit. I wouldn't want to rent to a person with three dogs, but uh, she's suffering terribly. There's so many people suffering, 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 and what I keep thinking is they're suffering now. If the auto workers are right, the United Auto Workers are right, and they need a 40% wage increase over the next is it two and a half or three years, I forget, I think three years, we're going to have some super hot boiling inflation and people are really going to have trouble paying their bills and i i ex do not even exempt myself even though everyone thinks i'm rich i'm not anywhere near as rich as people think i am and uh, people are going to be really suffering uh if there's anything close to 40 percent no no it's 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 a terrible state of affairs and again like you said um it, it, again, like you said, like you brought up, I, it, the problem is Republicans don't know how to tackle and deal with this situation either. Uh, they, they, they truly don't. Uh, you know, in the news today, obviously, is uh, Hunter Biden uh, indicted. That, that's incorrect. He's indicted for making false statements about possession of a handgun. This is a guy who, in plain sight, was taking bribes in the millions selling the influence of his father to foreign countries in as i say bribes in the millions maybe in the tens of millions and they indict him for false statements about a handgun i know three and it's just crazy yeah, three, no no three three right i mean it, it, somebody said like the dumpster indictments and it, it, it's I'm, th I'm thinking to myself there was a football player a few weeks back that a couple months ago for the patriots that brought guns into the airport and uh, you, 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 you might uh, have a, a. I did that once. I, I know, and 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 uh, got it was a long, long, long time before and, there was and, terrorism. And he was, uh, and all charges were dropped. And uh, I, I'm thinking to myself, of course, these charges are going to be dropped. Uh, 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 this, what a ruse! Like uh, the day as we're we're coming up on these impeachment maybe hearings. They they decide to indict him on three things, not the not Farah, not his tax evasion stuff on stupid gun charges. And that's and, and it's 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 like a mockery. And it's like they think it, it, people are well, people are idiots. People are stupid. They, they they're going to this is the American people and this is the news they're being fed by the media. This guy, Ben, is uh, we know to be true that Joe Biden has lied so many times about knowing about Hunter's business dealings with China. This is a very, the reason I bring this up is why it's so scary. And what you're talking about is because there's, we always bring up tre treason or whatever. There's something to be said about being compromised. And that was always the knock on Trump was, oh, he's compromised because he bought Russian salad dressing when he was 20. And, um, 
Wait a second, what? No, I'm kidding that he was in, you know, that he was colluding with Russia. This guy actually colluded with three of the places, with three of the, with three of our biggest adversaries right now. That's a really scary thing that, 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 terrifying. Just terrifying. And I don't know why, I don't know why more Republicans don't just don't keep on this theme of him being compromised. It doesn't take that a, a hop, skip, and a jump to look at what's going on and, and not think that he isn't compromised. Uh, compromised is <laughs> yeah. that's a very generous river. Anyway, I must go. My dear, dear friend over here to my left, his father is not well. He has to make travel uh, arrangements to go back east to see his, uh, his beloved father and his beloved mother. And it's a big Jewish holiday, so probably the planes are going to be crowded with Jews flying all over the place to make our money. And uh, they also, uh, God bless you, God bless America. Let's just say this over and over and over and over and over and over again and over and over and over again. Okay, God, God bless you all. God bless America. God bless my father. God bless Ben and yes. wifey for having to deal with the worst thing parents could ever deal with. And God bless everybody out there that's suffering. And yes. uh, we wish you a happy new year. And we will let you know when we'll be back on. It might not be Saturday night, but we will let you know for sure very soon. God bless you all. Have a great night. We'll talk to and you And God soon. bless America over and over and over.